If you're an aspiring CMO, you want to get started doing some kind of marketing, do it. Go do it. Stop learning about it. Stop listening to it. Stop reading about it. Go try it. You're going you're gonna to get so much farther that way. And then when you learn and read and listen things, do it. Go try it. And do it wrong. Mess it up. You're going to take an L. It's a loss. You're going to do it over and over. But that's how you get the win. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Aspiring CMO Podcast, where every week it is my privilege to sit down with successful content creators, entrepreneurs, and marketers to find out how they got where they are and what marketing strategies we can learn from them to grow our businesses, brands, and most importantly, ourselves. In today's episode, I'm going to interview Kat Tierney, full-time SEO and digital marketer, also former agency owner, and she will share with us all of her marketing experience. Get attention. What can you do to capture people's attention? Make them stop and be like, wait, what? Get them interested. You can use search, you can use Facebook, you can use email, you can use text, whatever you're doing, that's a tactic, but you have to be able to get people's attention. She also didn't leave out all the great advice for beginner marketers and aspiring CMOs too. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to leave us a review. That would help us a lot. Let's get into the video. Hi, Kat. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm really good and I'm so happy you joined my podcast. So we met at the at Mastermind Mansion in Austin and I was very impressed like how much you know and how much you've done in over the past years and you started affiliate marketing like really really early in your career too yeah like yes full of marketing experience here that's right started a long time ago 2007 oh my god wow that's crazy so would you like to introduce yourself and then tell us how awesome you are <laughs> sure <laughs> hi I'm Kat Tierney I run Alzheimer Marketing and SEO agency I guess I got started with SEO back in 2007. So I've always been pretty entrepreneurial. And so I graduated high school then. And I was like, I want to start a new business. And I was like, wait, businesses need customers. How do I get those? So I started studying SEO, teaching myself, going to forums and kind of all exploded from there. But you did go to university, but your major was not marketing, was it? No. So when I went to university and finally um, was like starting to get a degree, it was in dietetics. So I wanted to be like a dietitian and teach people nutrition. And while I was going to school, I was like, I should probably make some extra money. I'm just going to sell SEO as a service. And then when I graduate and I become a dietitian, I'm going to be able to just market for myself. But instead, I just went full-time SEO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. I mean, SEO, come on. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, what was your first website about in 2007? Uh, I was selling t-shirts. I was selling Harry Potter t-shirts. I had oh. this design that says, if you got I got 99 problems, but a snitch ain't one. And it has a little golden snitch on it. And it got so, so, so many sales. So, so many. It felt like so, so many. I mean, still, <laughs> like, uh, you just tell me about the t-shirt. I kind of want to buy it right now, you know? <laughs> I also love Harry Potter. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. And uh, how did you uh, decide to go to Mastermind Austin? So um, I met Stephanie and Keith on Facebook. They're like kind of in the SEO circles that I ran in. And so they invited me when they did their first one in Vegas. And I went and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. Um, and so for Austin, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back again. I was excited to go back for that one. When did you start your agency? or How, how did that escalate from, you know, being a... Uh dietitian <laughs> <laughs> to full-time SEO. 
I know, right? So, okay, in 2017, I was going to college. I, like, waited a long time to go after high school. Um, so 2017, I'm going to college, and I have a car. So I would carpool with teachers, but they're there every day from 8 to 5 p.m., and I have one class. So I'm just, like, trapped in this city an hour away, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with my time or myself. I just get a part-time job. It's like, I'm just going to do SEO on the side. So I just started freelancing. So I'd go to sites like Upwork and freelancer.com and stuff like that and just start offering it as a service. But then I just started getting more and more and more clients. Um, In 2020, I was like, I've been doing this full time. I might as well start an agency. So then I like established the business and was going to start hiring people. And then, you know, COVID hit. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? This was the worst timing. Um, But actually it was the best timing because everybody needed to get online. And so it exploded. And I just had like more work than I could do anything with. So I was like, okay, I need to start bringing on help. Um, And that's when it really, really started getting big. That's fantastic. And um, how was it like to hire people? Was it weird or how did you find the hiring process for you? Yeah, it was totally different. So It's like an entirely new skill set to try and find someone, vet them, interview them, hire them, manage them, train them. It's like a whole new thing that I didn't have. I didn't know how to do. And so it was just difficult. I feel like I made every mistake in the book, like every single time, just like not getting clear communication, not giving clear deadlines, et cetera. And so I just had to keep failing forward. Every time I'd mess up, I'd be like, okay, what do I need to do better next time? And then I'd fix it and try again. That's that's cool. That's really cool. And how big was your agency? What was the biggest client that you ever had? Or, um, I would say, because I did a lot of like one-off projects. Some of them are huge. Some of them weren't. I guess the biggest was probably an international nomad capitalist. They wanted me to train their team, oh. but their team was so far behind that they were like, actually, do our SEO fully manage it and train a team and make us all these SOPs for our team to do. And so I did that for about a year until their team was ready to take it all over. That's crazy. That's cool. Um, And aside from SEO, I also know that you do funnels as well. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So um, I guess I started off self-taught. Uh, I taught myself SEO, free resources, things like that. But then eventually I got to a point where I was like, I need to grow more. Um, so I started hiring mentors who teach me. Um, and then these kind of, you know, funnels and landing pages were like this big thing. And I was like, I just want to learn a little bit more about that. Um, and so I hired mentor and they taught me about how that works. I got a better idea of the whole marketing process because with SEO, you can get away with some pretty boring marketing because people are like actively searching to buy, right? When you show up in SEO. And so you can, they can be like, I want to buy this. Like, well, I sell this done. But when it comes to like getting attention in any other way, you can't be that simple. You can't be that cut and dry. Um, And so I just started learning, like, here's how I actually get people's attention. Here's how I actually get people to do what I want to do. And when they're on a website, they have so many choices. It's overwhelming. They can go anywhere. But with the funnel, we're kind of just like, do you want to buy this thing? That's your only option, yes or no. And that just got so much better conversion as far as actually becoming a lead compared to people's websites. So I kind of started focusing myself towards those a little bit more whenever I try to sell something new. Yeah, I totally love that because uh, SEO is getting 
like changing, I guess I, I, it is getting harder and harder nowadays. And yeah. to set yourself apart is to becoming more creative, more active, and putting yourself more out, like out there, like your posts. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, but what are the common mistakes? So, like, what are the recurring weird stuff that people do on a landing page that you, as a marketer, like, please don't ever do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're doing too much. So if you're like, okay, I sell this and I sell that, or I could do a little bit of this, just stop it and pick one. One thing at a time on a landing page only, just one. So if you're like, have a free ebook and then you sell a course, you don't talk about the course. You just talk about the ebook only. Once they've accepted that, the next page, you can talk about the course only. Just one thing at a time. Because people get overwhelmed with choice when you're like you can message me or you could email me or you could text me or you could reach out on Facebook stop it just pick one and tell them to do that and they'll do it love it yeah I love <laughs> it and what how do you generate leads for your email list like uh, what are the different channels because I know a lot of people struggle with that oh yeah yeah, yeah um, I use search marketing the most. So for the most part, I do organic SEO. Because again, you can be real boring. You're finding people who are like actively searching for what you want. But my other channels are social media, mostly Facebook. That's my biggest one. But I've also done a little bit of LinkedIn too. Anytime I get a customer, of course, I'm going to keep their email, their, their, their uh, phone number, but also figuring out what can I give them in exchange for that information. Because it's a trade. People are a little more protective of their information now. And um, they're like, what am I going to get out of it if I give it to you? And so you want to offer them something worthwhile, something worthwhile that makes sense, that leads into what you sell, I think is the best way to get somebody to give you their information. Yes, yes. I also had one question from, this is going to be a little bit random from this, but there was an uncle in my, I don't know, distant family. And she he asked me this question, like, what is the most important thing in marketing? And I was like, uh, <laughs> my head was just everywhere. Like, it was like organic, but paid, but like creative, but the statistic analytics, like I couldn't really answer him. Well, what about you? What would you say to this uncle? Um, I would say the number one most important thing in marketing, no matter how you're doing it, is attention. Get attention. What can you do to cap capture people's attention? Make them stop and be like, wait, what? get them interested. You can use search, you can use Facebook, you can use email, you can use text, whatever you're doing, that's a tactic, but you have to be able to get people's attention. Yeah. Otherwise, no matter what you do, they're just going to move on. That's so cool. All right. And back to SEO, you've been in the SEO game for a really long time, like 2007. Wow. You've been through so many updates. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Um, and now there are like so many emerging SEO influencers and like a case studies here and there. Do you see any BS around social media? My previous uh, interview on this channel was like, okay, Eddie, be aware because there's a lot of bullshit going on. So yeah, be skeptical. And I was I was blown away because like I'm I'm so new. I'm like, oh, I just oh, this is shiny. This is shiny. He is cool. She is cool. But right. for you, <laughs> for you, how how do you? Uh, vet the bs mm, that's hard to say because i think what ends up happening a lot is people who are like newer to marketing of any kind and they know like the basics 
and that's it. And they don't understand how it practically applies. And they don't understand like the point. People will get like really obsessed with metrics. Oh, look, I got all these views and search. Cool, but did anybody click on the website? Because that's the point of showing up. Oh yeah, I got so many people to visit my website. Cool, but did anybody buy anything? Because that's the whole point. You know, people get all into the metrics, but there's only one that matters. And that's how much did you spend and how much did you make? All the in-between stuff is just noise. What happens with like, I think SEO especially, because it's kind of complicated. And then other stuff is people will hear a tip and then they'll just repeat that without necessarily having tried it or tested it. Um, and so they don't quite know what they're talking about and it's not quite correct. Plus with the algorithms changing all the time, they just would have no idea that it just doesn't quite work like that anymore. And I think that gets passed around a lot, but kind of in the marketing guru space. Yes, yes. Uh, any similar tips have you heard that you feel like, okay, but that didn't make sense? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, like people will say like with SEO, right? Write for the user. Okay, yeah, true. That's how you get a sale, but you have to write for the algorithm or you'll never show up. You have to do the math first before you can show up for the person. So those are the kind of BS tips that I'm like, that's not quite yeah. real, but <laughs> things were trying. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true i just heard it like uh i think it was matt who posted like oh it's so funny like it's a very lazy way to say a lazy thing to say when you write yeah. for a user like you pretend that the algorithm is not a math problem you know yeah yeah that's who i just read that from matt as well and I see that a lot. That's my big pain point too, is people will be like, just write for the user. Well, you need to, right? Because that's who you're actually selling to, not Google. But Google's going to show who, like decide who they're going to show you to. So you got to please them first. And yeah. ultimately it's an algorithm. It's a math problem. And it always will be. The math problem just might change along the way. That's true. Um, with social media, I find it like a little bit half and half because, uh, for example, if you start a Facebook page, right, and then if like there's no zero followers, but if for me it's also about a math problem how you present the content, so that for example, you on I think a lot of people make this mistake where or businesses make this mistake where they would just embed a link on Facebook, like oh yeah, right, and that's already like kind of bad because for Facebook we just want to keep people on my on the page. So don't yeah. put just a direct link that links to your website. You have to like make the content a little bit fit to the Facebook page so that it gets more impression. And from the impression, you get actual people interacting. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know. Like, but for social media, I find it kind of like 50-50, whereas on search is like 90% math. <laughs> True. Well, but on social media, they have an algorithm too. So yeah. like, Facebook doesn't want to push posts with links in it because that's going to take people off their platform. They're going to lose money because they have ads. You have to pay for them to do that. So automatically, just by putting a link in your post, you're already losing it. But also, there's a good way to get more attention on Facebook, and that's to get people talking. So I kind of tell people, when you're posting links to your Facebook page, the goal is not really to get them to go to your website. The goal is to get them to argue about the headline in the comments because yes. that's going to explode your reach like nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking to run like an ad campaign with like a ridiculous head headline in it. I think that's what okay. Wall Street does or was it Washington Post? I don't know. They do it all the time. They sponsor a, a link that just everybody talks about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so one other hot topic is AI. Have you messed around with, or you probably messed around with AI, but how do you find it so far? Yeah, it's been great. I think it's awesome. I think it's really good at helping. Um, I've had some trouble getting it to write like quality content for me. I can get it to sometimes, but it is really solid at helping me with the process because when you're writing anything and you're trying to get attention or whatever, it's really good at telling you who should the target audience be. I can ask it who, give me 10 examples of a target audience that would benefit from Google ads as a service. Um, and then it'll give me a list of 10. Okay, piano teachers. All right, cool. What are 10 problems that piano teachers have that Google Ads could solve? And then it tells me what those problems are. It just feeds it to me in seconds instead of me having to go find a piano teacher group and find a piano teacher forum and then start reading through all those and seeing what people talk about the most and seeing what posts get the most engagement. I can just skip that. ChatGPT gives it to me in seconds. So I've been liking that. That's been awesome with AI. (laughs) That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it too. Um, I like to play around with ChatGPT to kind of challenge myself too. Uh, after the mastermind mention, I realized that I wasn't giving like really accurate prompts to chat. As a result, mm-hmm. the, you know, my <laughs> my answers were not that cool. But ever since then, I've been thinking like, oh, uh, if I was to teach a robot, what would I do? So I don't know. Yeah, prompts are a big deal. I was kind of lame at them until Mastermind Mansion. And then it like kind of opened my eyes. I was like, oh, I get it. I've been like right on the brink. And then they like gave me what I needed to get to that next level. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about your new job. Because I know that after the agency, you decided to do a career change, right? Or not be a career change, but like changing your professional life yeah so I screwed up my agency the one that I was making for myself I basically built myself a job and so I was working 80 hours a week and I was like I hate this like I'm making a bunch of money that's cool like I love money but I would like more of my time back I would have a family soon and I'd like to you know hang out with those people so it's like I could get a job at an agency and do less than half of the work I'm doing now for almost as much money. So I was like, screw this, I'm getting the job. So that's why I made the switch. And so now I am in a larger uh, SEO agency, kind of taking care of enterprise level clients. Oh, that's really cool. How does it, who who do you directly work with in an enterprise agency? There's a team. The enterprise that I'm working with recently hired an online marketing team. They didn't used to care about digital marketing very much. This is a very new directive for them. Um, And so a lot of the people that I'm working with have been newly hired. So that's been like really interesting challenge. Um, But I work with, we work a little bit with their CMO. Um, She meets with us kind of on a higher level. And then I work directly with the SEOs that she's hired kind of give them my suggestions and then they work on it and they have a team right now of two but I think they're looking to expand that a little bit more okay so as uh, as an SEO or what's what's your uh, direct role in in the company Uh, there I'm an SEO manager okay so you manage the two SEO people they just hired yes and then I'm on a team there's five of us on my Mm -hmm. side and then there's two on their side on the brands and then they have like another team of three that I'm not fully, I don't understand what their job roles are, but I talked to them about the overall brand. And then I talked to the two people about the specific projects that they run. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and since the podcast is about aspiring CMO, and you just mentioned that you do meet with the CMO uh, once, yeah. like every, once, every now and then, how do you find it? Like, how do you find her role and uh, her as a leader or, she, or him? 
Yeah, it's a her. She's great. Her name's Caitlin. She's pretty smart. She's um, she's very good at kind of looking at every single channel, whereas in my capacity, at least, we're really just talking about SEO. Um, and so sometimes we'll, like, butt heads on that where I'm like, that doesn't matter. We're not doing that. Um, but she's definitely, like, really looking at the higher level. She's, like, not interested in the page-by-page stuff that we want to talk about. She's not interested in that. She just wants to know the overall what are we looking at? Where are we going? What can we expect to see? Okay, great. Let my people handle it. How does that okay. fit in with social media? And how does that fit in with our print campaigns and et cetera? Mm-hmm. Awesome. How do you find a team meeting then that you'll get to talk with uh, different branches of the marketing team? Like, yeah, they're difficult or? No, they're pretty good. Um, it can be hard sometimes because at an enterprise level, a lot of their teams will be so segmented. And so their paid ads team doesn't really talk to the SEO team. And so we're having to be kind of this in-between. I know you would think that they would, um, but they don't. Their social media team, totally separate from all of those. And so we have to kind of go in between all these teams and try to like fill in the gaps. And then because they're so large, they have three different brands those three different brands also don't really talk to each other. So you have paid ads for brand one and paid ads for brand two and paid ads for brand three, all separate. Then you have social media for brand one and brand two, brand three, all separate. And so it's just sometimes it's been a challenge to like really, really get it going. Um, We started the engagement in December. Now it's May and we're only barely starting to make progress on any action items. We we got access to Google Search Console like three weeks ago. (laughs) We've been there for so long. I know. (laughs) They move so slow, but um, when they do move, they make huge, huge steps. So it's kind of an interesting new little puzzle to solve. Wow. How do you find it personally? Like the, you know, like you come from doing everything on your own and then building your own team. Like obviously for you, speed has been based on you, right? Like just going like this. Do you find it frustrating that in an enterprise uh, agency, it kind of takes months to get access to yes. Google Search Console? <laughs> yes, I do, because I'm all about speed. You know, SEO takes time, so it's like, let's get on top of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for them, I'm like, okay, here's what we should do. And like, yeah, we're going to talk and think about that for a while. I'm like, oh my God, when are we going to know? I'm like, I don't know, we're moving it up the chain. And then the fact that so many of them are new makes it more complicated because they're like I don't even know who to ask up the chain and I've just been like oh my gosh you guys hurry it up Um, but then at the same time the work I've been doing it feels so much easier than what I used to do I'm like dude this is like so simple I'm just coasting and they're paying me really good money for this like what was I doing wrong in my agency that I'm like hustling so hard all the time (laughs) so it's been kind of like lessons all around right I see that's awesome (laughs) Uh, (laughs) okay I love talking to you because it's it's always getting really fun um it's interesting that you have to hear your perspective from uh, changing from your business to, you know, to other people's business. But it seems like you really enjoy your job. You really enjoy your SEO. As a result, yeah. like in the company, it is more comfortable for you too. What would be your advice for people who are battling between, you know, should I go for a company? Should I apply? Or should I, you know, start my own thing? Mm. 
Oh, that's a hard one. So I think you got to get your priorities straight, right? Because of the company, they do expect my time at certain hours of the day. Um, and I do have to be available for meetings, things like that. So if you really need flexibility in your life, you want to go the entrepreneur route. But if you can meet with a company and things, I think that's actually a better way to go if you're newer, because you're going to be able to kind of get a lay of the land, kind of start to see how things work, what's working really well, what's not, and then be able to replicate that on your own if you do decide to go that route. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but I want to comment on that. Like you did mention that it, it, you have like different life priorities at the moment. Like when you said like, oh, you want you are expecting to have a family soon as a result that it's better to have more time and, and uh, money, right? So I right. just want to add that to like if uh, somebody wants to make that decision to think about like what's your life priority at the moment. Kind of like yeah. That. Yeah. I think it's so important to build the lifestyle that you want and think about that at the forefront. Because before I wasn't, I was just hustling, like how much can I earn? And I earned a bunch, but I lost all my time and didn't have time to do anything with anybody ever unless I was staying up late. And I, I don't recommend that sleep's so important. So, um, you just got to figure out what I want to do. Do I want to travel all the time or am I happy staying home? Um, do I have a family I want to hang out with or do I just want to be working? Like you really got to figure that out before you start doing your business because you can design it around that. It really hit me one day when I was like, damn it, I have to go to work again. I'm so exhausted. I have to handle this. I'm like, you know what? I make the rules. I could just not do this. I could just change it. This is my own choice. I don't have to do this. It's my job. And that's when I was like, I'm switching this up. I need to change this because it's not working anymore. Yep. Awesome. You're very comfortable with change as well. What we, I mean, what, this is what I'm seeing. And another question for you is that obviously like you are really upbeat and that I know that we are very positive and strong, but uh, could you share a story when life was not going your way and how did you overcome that? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my entire life, dude. <laughs> I no know way. I'm like no, come on. happy. But that's just because I'm like, this is what I want life to be like. I want to be happy. But there's always something going on, girl. Like, always. I moved to Arizona. I don't know anybody here. I still don't know anybody here. I'm lonely all the time. And then you go to an agency and you're like, oh, I know SEO. Let's talk about it. And they're like, yeah, this is my job. Let's not speak about this. I don't want to do this any more than I have to. And you're like, oh, okay. Got it. Like, <laughs> it's just like wow. very lonely sport. And when you're an entrepreneur, it's like, it's even lonelier because you're by yourself. It's just you and your business. You have your employees, but like, you're the boss. You can't quite be friends there's a dynamic there so I've just been like struggling with that so much so another decision to go to the agency is like I'm gonna have co-workers and we can be buddies and I go there and they don't give a shit about SEO <laughs> sorry if I can't cuss they don't it's just like this is my job I'll do it here you go they don't want to talk about it I'm like oh okay no problem <laughs> we don't have to but I thought we'd have something we could bond over uh, that's why I really like Mastermind Mansion. They care oh, about yeah. SEO and it, they enjoy talking about it. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I found people that I can be around that like to talk about what I like to talk about. Yes. Yes. Uh, ever since I've been, like, Matt has been taking me on these, like, conference uh, tours. I just found so many people who just love marketing, love SEO, love talking about just work stuff. 
Oh, right. Which is like my life stuff at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So there's this one question I always ask my guests is that if you were to go back in time when you were in your early 20s or like end teens, would you change anything? I think I would. I would. I think I would have myself, I'd encourage myself to pay for mentors sooner. Cause I was just like chasing the free information, et cetera. I just would like, just pay for the mentor. Cause it didn't seem worth it to me. You know, it's just like, no, cause I can just go find this information by myself, but it just made things so much faster, so much easier. Every roadblock frustration, I could skip it because they taught me and told me it was coming, you know? So I'd just tell myself to get on that grind a little faster. Mm -hmm. and to break up with my ex-partner sooner but you know <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah, you need the lessons <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah oh man we should have like a girly chit chat like okay it's for ladies in their 20s kind of conversation break up <laughs> if you're an aspiring cmo you want to get started doing some kind of marketing do it go do it stop learning about it stop listening to it stop reading about it go try it you're going to you're going to get so much farther that way. And then when you learn and read and listen things, do it. Go try it and do it wrong. Mess it up. You're going to take an L. It's a loss. You're going to do it over and over. But that's how you get the win. That's how you learn. That's how you do better. Go try it. Go mess it up. It's okay that it's not perfect. Make it perfect next time. I love that. I love that. All right, Kat. So, where can people find you to, if they would like to find you? Yeah, you can go to kattierney.com. K-A-T-T-I-E-R-N-E-Y.com. If you're interested in SEO in any way, whether you want to learn it yourself or you just want me to handle it for you or you have like a team you want me to train, go hit me up there. And then you can find me on basically every social media platform uh, at Karen Tierney. I love that. Thank you so much, Kat, for joining my podcast. And I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you, Annie. You too. See you soon. Bye. Bye.